As Benj mentioned, um, the two of us have been working on a project together. Kaip ir sakė, Benjaminas, mes kartu dirbame ties vienu projektu. In this project, we have been studying Isaiah 64 through 66. Ir kaip Dievas atsakė į Izaijos maldas Morkaus knygos penktame skyriuje. Oftentimes I listen to a podcast by Tim Mackey. Labai dažnai aš klausausiu Timo Mackey podcastu. Do any of you know who he is? Gal būt kas nors žino, kas jis toks yra. Okay, good. Some people. Um, but every time Tim Mackey begins a sermon. Bet kiekvieną kartą, kai jis pradeda pamokslą. He says, who's ready to be punched in the stomach this morning? Because that's what Jesus' words often do. They challenge us into a new way of living. Living in the kingdom of God. And it really can feel like a punch to the stomach sometimes. Ir kartais tai tikrai gali atrodyti, mes galim jausti kaip spyrį už pakalį. So my question to you all this morning. Ir šį rytą norėčiau paklausti. Is are you ready? Ar jūs esat pasiruošę? Are you ready to be punched in the stomach? Ar esat pasiruošę gauti spyrį už pakalį? I know I was. Aš buvau pasiruošęs. Um... So last week, uh, Benj talked about Isaiah 64 through 66. And he talked about how God was reaching out to his people Israel. But every time Israel was rejecting him. He gave the analogy of an uncle or aunt reaching out for his niece or nephew to come give him a hug. But every time the niece or nephew ran right past him. And into someone else's arms. Um, and so in Isaiah 64... Ir Izaijo 64-ame skyriuje. We see a prayer of lament and deep sadness. Mes matome dėjonių ir didelio liūdėso maldą. The author is feeling the consequences of Israel rejecting God. Autorius kalba apie pasiekmes, kur buvo dėl to, kad Izraelis atstumė Dievą. And he is crying out to God that even though Israel has rejected him, Ir jis šaukiasi Dievo, nors Izraelis ir atstumė Dievą. That God would nonetheless tear open the heavens. Kad Dievas praplieštų dangus. And come down to meet them. Ir nusileistų ir susitiktų su Izraeliu. So if you feel like turning to Isaiah 64. Jeigu jūs norėtumėt atsiversti Izaijo 64 skyrių. We're going to start in verse 5. Mes pradėsime nuo penktos eilutės. Or you can see it on the screen, I think. Arba galime matyti ekrane. So it's a... Okay. Behold, you were angry, and we sinned. 
In our sins, we have been a long time, and shall we be saved? We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. There is no one who calls upon your name, who rouses himself to take hold of you. For you have hidden your face from us, and have made us melt in the hand of our iniquities. But now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Be not so terribly angry, O Lord, and remember not iniquity forever. Behold, please look, we are all your people. So let's take a moment to really let this sink in. Do you hear the heartbreak in this passage? The prayer starts out acknowledging that the people have been in sin. That they have chosen to reject God. And that there is no, now no one who calls upon his name. But still, the author cries out. But Even though we have rejected you, please do not hide your face from us. You are our Father. You are the one that formed and made us. Please do not forsake us now. Have you ever prayed a prayer like this? I know I have many times. When I have felt distant from God, my heart has cried out, God, where are you? I know that I am weak and helpless. I know I have chosen to reject you in many things. But like a child, I come running back to you now. Look upon me and come near. A couple years ago, when I was reading this prayer, I was struck by the line in verse 6. It says, there is no one who calls upon your name who rouses himself to take hold of you. My mind immediately thought of someone in scripture who actually did rouse themselves to take hold of God. So if we fast forward a couple hundred years to when Jesus is doing ministry in Galilee, we hear about a woman who reaches out from the crowd and takes hold of Jesus' robe. Now this woman had suffered from a medical condition where she had bled or basically been on her period 
Ji kraujavo, ar tiesiog turėjo mėnesinės? For 12 years. 12 metų, be sustojimo. But then, having heard that Jesus was around, Bet kai išgirdo, kad Jėzus yra šalia, this woman roused herself to take hold of Jesus, Jėzų, who we know is God in the flesh, o mes žinom, kad jis yra Dievas kūne. and immediately, as a result of that connection, ir staiga, dėl šito ryšio, she was healed of her disease. So, let's take a look at the passage together. For context sake, I will say that in the first part of chapter 5, which we're going to be reading, Jesus had gone into the country of the Gerasenes, which was a Gentile region, and had healed a man who was oppressed by demons. This region was on one side of the Sea of Galilee. And Jesus had just crossed over to the other side of the lake to a town called Capernaum. Now, immediately upon arriving in Capernaum, one of the rulers of Capernaum's synagogue comes beseeching Jesus to come heal his dying daughter. So Jesus is on his way to the ruler's house when this woman's story begins. So I will read it. And a great crowd followed Jesus and thronged about him. And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years and who had suffered much under many physicians. And she had spent all that she had and was no better, but grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone out from him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing around you and yet you say, who touched me? And Jesus looked around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, I don't know about, about you, but for me, this story is super touching. Earlier in the Isaiah prayer, the author uses the metaphor of a woman being on her menstrual cycle. To describe Israel's uncleanness before God. Ir taip jis, uh, apibūdina Izraelio nešvarumą prieš Dievą. 
And now in this story that we just read. O dabar šioje istorijoje, kurią mes ką tik perskaitėm. We see a woman who has actually been on her menstrual cycle due to a medical condition. Mes matome, kad ši moteris sirgo mėnesinėmis dėl savo medicininių priežasčių. And who would have been considered unclean in Jewish society. Ir ji buvo nešvari pagal Izraelio taisyklės. This woman would have been forbidden to touch anyone. Ir jai negalima buvo nieko paliesti lest her uncleanness transfer from her to them. Nes tas nešvarumas galėjo pereiti nuo jos kitam žmogui. Can you imagine not being able to touch anyone for 12 years? Ar jūs įsivaizduojate, kad negalite nieko paliesti 12 metų? And can you also now imagine what a scandal it would have been? Ir ar galime įsivaizduoti, koks tai būtų skandalas? for her to reach out and touch Jesus. So why did she do it? The text says is that the woman thought to herself, if I touch Jesus' garments, I will be made well. This woman had obviously heard the miraculous reports about Jesus. And she believed that he would do something for her. But it was crowded. There would have been jostling on every side. Probably people yelling at her because of her uncleanness. This woman is desperate. Her heart is probably echoing the Isaiah prayer. God, please do not hide your face from me. Look upon me. Finally, this woman is able to reach through the crowd and touch Jesus' robe. And what does Jesus do? The text says that he immediately stopped. And he looked around in the crowd and asked, who touched my garments? The disciples who are with him think this question is crazy. Seriously, Jesus, do you see how many people are surrounding you? They are all touching you. And yet you ask, who touched me? But Jesus doesn't care. He keeps looking. He keeps seeking out the person who touched him. Until finally the woman comes trembling before him. And tells the story of what happened. I can only imagine Jesus' face in this moment. The look of utter tenderness and compassion that must have crossed his face. He knew the woman's history. He knew that she would have been an outcast. He knew the pain and the heartache that she would have been through. 
But this woman was not an outcast to Jesus. Bet ji nebuvo atstumtoji Jėzui. She was a beloved daughter. Ji buvo mylima dukra. Brothers and sisters, broliai ir seseris, through the person of Jesus, per Jėzaus asmenį, who is God in the flesh, kuris yra Dievas kūne, we see the answer to the cry in Isaiah 64. Mes matome atsakymą į Izaijos šauksmą, 56 Nors mes gyvename pasaulyje, kuriame mes atstumėme Dievą. God has not stopped. Dievas nesustojo. He has torn open the heavens. Jis praplėšė dangus. And come down in the person of Jesus. Ir nusileido Jėzaus kūne. And has looked upon his people. Ir pažvelgė savo žmonės. To heal and redeem them. Kad išgydytų ir išgelbėtų juos. We see this in the story of Jesus and the bleeding woman. Mes matome tai Jėzaus ir kraujojančios moters istorijoje. But we even more see it in the symbol right behind us. Ir taip pat dar labiau mes matome per simbolį, kuris yra už mūsų. In the cross. Kryžyje. The ultimate story of how God saw all of his people in the uncleanness of sin. Mes matome, kaip Dievas matė savo žmonės jų nuodėmių nešvarume. And he decided to do something about it. Ir jis nusprendė kažką dėl to padaryti. We all had been in sin for a long time. Mes visi gyvename nuo dėmėje labai ilgą laiką. But our God took the wholeness of our, his presence. Bet Dievas paėmė savo čventumą. And put it upon us. Ir nuleido ant mūsų. Through the cross and resurrection. Per kryžių ir pristikėlimą. Our God has said to us. Dievas mums pasakė. Children, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your sin. Mano vaikai. Go in peace. Eikite ramybėje. And be healed of your sin. Ir būkite išgelbėti nuo jūsų nuodėmių. Previously, when I was working on this sermon, kai aš dirbau su šito pamokslu, I found myself marveling. Aš mašiau. That out of all the passages God could have chosen to reveal something to me through, nes iš visų vietų, per kurias Dievas galėjo kažką man atverti, it was through this story. Čia buvo per šią istoriją. Because this woman's story was my story. Nes šios moters istorija buvo mano istorija. When I was about 13 years old, kai man buvo maždaug 13 metų, I was diagnosed with severe anemia. Man buvo diagnozuota labai stipri anemija. Now anemia is a condition where you do not have enough iron in your blood. Anemia tai tokia liga ar būklė, kai organizme trūksta geležies. And as a result of that, you're incredibly weak. Ir dėl to žmogus yra labai silpnas. Anemia is most common to women who are athletes. Anemia yra dažniausiai būna to moterim, kurios yra sportininkės, atletės. And also to women who have abnormal menstrual cycles. Arba to moterim, kurios turi labai stiprų menstrualinį ciklą, gausios menesinės. Upon entering middle school, I participated in very competitive running. Vidurinėje mokykloje labai stipriai sportavau, bėgiojau. But my anemia made this an incredibly difficult thing to do. Bet dėl anemijos, dėl anemijos man buvo labai sudėtinga tai daryti. 
I still remember one race where I passed out for 30 minutes afterwards. Aš iki šiol prisimenu vieną bėgimą, kai po 30 minučių aš apalpau. I was unable, unable to see or to hear. Aš negalėjau nei matyti, nei girdėti. And my dad had to pick me up and carry me home. Ir mano tėtis turėjo mane pakelti ir nuvežti į namus. This sickness weighed on me greatly. Ir ta liga mane labai įkankino. And I began to hate running. Ir aš pradėjau nekesti bėgimo. I hated the pressure. Aš nekenčiau to spaudimo. And I hated that no matter how hard I tried to be strong. Ir aš nekenčiau to, kad kaip aš besistengčiau būti stipri. It was never enough. Tai nebuvo niekada pakankama. One day I was sitting alone in my room and crying. Vieną dieną aš viena sėdėjau savo kambaryje ir verkiau. I was angry and depressed. Aš buvau pikta ir man buvo depresija. And I remember crying out to God, God, if you are there. Ir aš verkiau ir šaukiau, Dieve, jeigu tu esi, I need you to do something because I can't do this anymore. Padaryk ką nors, nes aš daugiau taip negaliu. And it was in that act of total surrender that I had my first encounter with the Holy Spirit. Ir kai aš pilnai pirmą kartą pasidėviau Dievui, tada aš turėjau pirmą susitikimą su šventąja dvasia. To this day, I cannot explain it. Iki šiol negaliu to paaiškinti. It was as if my heart had been struck by lightning. Atrodė taip, kad mano širdis buvo partrenkta žaibo. It was as if an all-consuming love and peace washed over me. Kad ant manęs, mane nuplovė meilė ir ramybė. And I felt God's Spirit speak to my soul. Ir aš girdėjau, kai Dievo dvasia kalba į mano sielą. I am with you. Aš esu su tavim. And I'm not going to leave you alone. Ir aš nepaliksiu tavęs vienos. In my helplessness, I had roused myself to take hold of Jesus' robe. Ir aš... Savo tame silpnume grėbiausi Jėzaus apsiausto. Ir to pasidavimo rezultatų buvo tai, kad Jėzaus jėga tapo mano. Buvo tai, kad Jėzus rado mane toje minioje ir pasakė, dukra, tavo tikėjimas tave išgydė. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Eikramybėje ir būk išgydyta. That day absolutely transformed my walk with God. Ir ta diena mano kelionės su Dievu pasikeitė. Now, I don't know where you are in your walk with God. Aš nežinau, kur jūs esate jūsų kelionėje su Dievu. But I have two encouragements for you before we conclude. Bet aš turiu du padrasinimus jums prieš tai, kai mes pabaigsim. My first encouragement is that God has not abandoned you. Pirmas padrasinimas yra tai, kad Dievas jūsų nepaliko, neapleido. Even if you are in a place where you feel distant from him, netgi jeigu jūs jaučiatės labai toli nuo jo, reach out in faith and take hold of him. Išties ranką ir griepkitės jo. Scripture promises that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Ir šventas įsraštas sako, kad visi, kas šauksis jo vardo, bus išgelbėti. Ir aš tikiu tuo. Mes matom, kad moteris tai išgyveno. Aš tai išgyvenau. Ir jūs taip pat galite tai išgyventi. O 
O kitas padrastinimas yra labiau kaip iššūkis. Remember in the beginning when I said Jesus's words can be like a punch to the stomach? Prisimenat, kai aš pradžioje sakiau, kad Jėzus žodžiai gali būti kaip spyris į užpakalį. They call us to live differently. Jis kviečia mus gyventi kitaip. Well, in Jesus's words to the bleeding woman, kai Jėzus sakė kraujojančiai moteriai, we see that challenge. Mes matome čia tą iššūkį. Jesus told her, your faith has made you well. Ir Jėzus sako, tavo tikėjimas tave išgydė. This word in Greek can also, and I think more accurately, uh, this word in Greek can also be translated trust. Your trust has made you well. How did this woman show her trust in Jesus? Kaip ši moteris parodė savo pasitikėjimą Jėzumi? She was unafraid to approach him with her desperation. Ji nebijojo su savo kančia jį kreiptis. She was completely and utterly desperate. Ji buvo labai pasiryžusi. And she boldly chose to approach him. Ji drąsiai prie jo prisartino. If we look at my own testimony, we do not see that my encounter with the Holy Spirit was because I had it all together. Or because I was praying the right prayers. But it was through boldly becoming coming before Jesus with my desperation. Bet tai buvo dėl to, kad aš drąsiai atėjau pas Jėzus su savo nusivylimu. Jesus's words challenge us to ask the question. Jėzus žodis mus padrasina paklausti klausimą. How desperate are we for God? Kiek mes, kiek mums Dievas yra reikalingas, kiek mes jo norim. This might be difficult to translate, but C.S. Lewis, in his book, The Four Loves, says that a man's love for God must be very largely a need love. Need love. A need love. I need you. Meile, kad tu man reikalingas. He says that our whole being by its very nature is one vast need. Kad tai yra vienas vienas didelis reikalingumas, kad Dievas mums reikalingas. It's incomplete, empty yet cluttered. Tai yra nepilna. Crying out for him who can untie things that are knotted and tie up things that are dangling loose. Ir mes turim prašyti Jėzaus surišti dalykus, kurie yra nesurišti, ir atrišti mazgus, kurie yra stipriai surišti. It is because of this great need and desperation in our existence ir dėl to, to, tos didelės reikmės that Jesus says, come to me all who, are la- all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Ir Dievas sako, ateikite pas mane visi pavargę ir aš jūs nuraminsiu. Or in the Psalms, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Arba psalmėse jisai rašo, autorius rašo, plačiai išsižiok, kad pripildyčiau tavo burną. 
We must never forget our desperation in our walk with God. Mes niekada neturime pamiršti savo nusivylimo mūsų kelyje su Dievu. Even if we are in a season of life where things are going smoothly, netgi jeigu mūsų gyvenime dabar viskas yra labai ramu ir tvarkinga, we must think back to our moments of desperation. Mes turime prisiminti tuos nusivylimo laikus. And recognize that we are helpless without him. Ir pripažinti, kad be jo mes esam bejėgiai. The book of Ephesians speaking of Jesus. Knygoje Efesiečiams apie Jėzų taip kalbama. Says in him and through trust in him we may approach God with freedom and confidence. Kad per Jėzų mes turime drąsą ir užtikrintą prieimą per tikėjimą Juo. And then in Hebrews. Ir Hebraijams. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Mes skaitome, todėl drąsiai artinkimės prie malonės sosto, kad gautume gailistingumą ir rastume malonę pagalbai reikiamų metu. Brothers and sisters, broliai ir seseris, just like the bleeding woman or the bold prayer of Isaiah, kaip kraujojantį moteris arba kaip drąsiai Izaijos malda, confidently and boldly come before Jesus with your desperation, drąsiai eikime pas Jėzus su savo nusivylimu, and he will meet you there. Ir jis mūsų ten pasitiks. Thank you. Ačiū.